Get ready, Central Georgia. This is Alex Habersham, publisher of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages. I'm happy to inform the community, particularly business owners, that we're working on a new edition of the Macon Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Gap. Coming soon. So call today. You need to be a part of this. Your resource guide to identify Black-owned businesses throughout Central Georgia. You either get your free listing and or your ad in the upcoming edition. We try to make it very easy through our book, electronic and digital formats, and social media. Reserve your ad space today. Call 478-464-0074. Visit our website at makingblackpages.com. You cannot afford not to advertise. Download the app. The new Making Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide is on the way. I always jump at the opportunity to try to uplift business, uplift uh, community participation, uplift uh, young people, and particularly young brothers, young African-American males. So I'm jumping at the bitch, you know, to interview uh, this young man who has done a phenomenal job. And we kind of got similar histories in that we'll products of public housing and we don't hide it and we are proud of it. All right. The other kind of history that we have is that we understand that we have an obligation to give back and not to, to not to forget where we came from. So today I have with me Mr. Stephen Jackson. What's going on? Who, who, who the head honcho, you know. Nah, man. Well, I'm gonna go to the project with him. He the, he the head <laughs> honcho. We're gonna go back to Felton Homes and to the lights. They're right, they're right. <laughs> uh, Urban, how you doing, man? I can't complain, man. I'm blessed. Yeah, outstanding. Uh, first of all, tell us a little bit about go kind of way back and tell us a little bit about your upbringing, and then you could just walk us through. Uh, you know, some of your experience and what kind of motivated you to start business and what kind of events happened so that you can get into business. And okay. then we'll just kind of take it from there. Okay. Um, thanks for having me. It's an honor. It's a pleasure, you know, to sit down in front of greatness. You know, you that guy. So <laughs> I appreciate you for having me on, man. <laughs> nah, man, I'm um I'm from the south side of Macon, uh, Ponce Leon. Um, I grew up nine of us you know i have six brothers one sister so um you know the things that happen in poverty and public housing and things of that nature um just growing up in it and seeing it and you know and knowing what i didn't want to be and knowing what i didn't want to turn out you know so um i took a different route a different approach but i wouldn't change anything for the world uh growing up there yeah, it made me who i am today you know taught me how to deal with adversity, taught me how to deal with, you know, anything and everything, you know, that I would be presented with in my future. So um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. I actually love where I come from. Yeah, I do too, man. I, I feel the same way. So what you did, how, how did you happen to go and what you do after you finish high school? So when I, I actually graduated from Warner Robins. So we moved to Warner Robins when I was like 10 or 11. Um, but I always commuted back, commuted back and forth to Macon. Um, my grandmother, who actually still has a house on Hampshire Street in Macon, um, would visit frequently. And also I have a grandmother 
who had a house on Edna Place on the west side of Macon. Um, but to answer your question, when I graduated from Warner Robins High School, I just knew I, I wasn't going to go to school. Um, I had I already had a son. Um, I had my son when I was in 11th grade. Right. So I just, I was in provide mode. I just wanted to provide for him. So I started working um, at FedEx. I was a FedEx uh, jumper. They call it a jumper. The person who sits beside the driver. So I was that uh, for a while. I used to wash the trucks. I used to load the trucks. I used to do all of that. Um, and then eventually, you know, I got a little nosy and asked, you know, how could I own one of these trucks? Um, <laughs> so, you know, it started all that. That's what started it off for me. Just had the entrepreneurial bug in me. You know, I had it since I was young and I used to sell candy, whatever, you know, rake yards, cut grass, whatever. I just always wanted to be an entrepreneur um, and work for myself. Um, so that's kind of what, you know, sparked the interest in me. And I didn't think it would get here to uh, urban air, you know, or owning a fleet of trucks, but that's that's what turned out for me. So you still uh, you still do trucking? You just started with one truck and oh now I yeah, I still I still do trucking. Sure. I, I love I love it. <laughs> so you got a transportation business too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, now what does that entail? I mean, it, uh, the tractor trailers or is it just uh, tractor trailers and the box trucks? Yeah, you don't have to be so honest. Go go <laughs> humble. Go ahead. <laughs> I got go a little ahead, stuff man. going on, man. You know. <laughs> I got the tractor trailers and the uh, box trucks with FedEx, um, as well as some line hauls on the side at Hall's Freight. That's outstanding, man. That's outstanding. Okay, so now tell us a little bit about uh, Urban Air. And we don't want to get so deep until this conversation, until we don't talk about giving back, the importance of giving back, and some of the activities in which you have been involved in, involved in as it relates to giving back. Let's talk about Urban Adel. How, start at the beginning, as it relates to how it happened and what did it evolve into? Okay, um, so- it all, first, tell, uh, people what, tell people what Urban Air is too. So Ur Urban Air is an FEC, Family Entertainment Center. Um, 53,000 square feet under one roof. We provide everything from go-karts, laser tag, trampolines, uh, rock climbing walls, zip lining, bumper cars, golf simulators, full cafe, um, it's a lot. So uh, we have on the, under over 20 attractions under one roof. And um, I'm, I'm a family man, so I'm always with my kids. If you see me, you've seen me. I'm always with my youngins. Um, so I was actually on a business trip and we walked inside of uh, Sky Zone and um, a young lady behind the desk was telling me about Urban Air. She was like, if you guys like this, y'all love Urban Air. At this point, I had no interest of having the urban air. I had no interest of, you know, I didn't even know what it was. So we left Sky Zone and we walked inside of urban air. And the moment I walked through the door, I knew, okay, this is this is what I want. Um, so right then I just started making phone calls and see what I need to do to bring it uh, to making. So that's 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 how it started. It was just that simple, you know. So I just got on it and I didn't let up. So that's outstanding. And well, how's it doing? I mean, what, what's going on out there? I mean, yeah, how's it doing, man? You know, we're doing, good. <laughs> we're doing real, real well. Uh, I can't complain at all. You know, um, even through the pandemic, uh, the community supports us. Um, they always come out and every every weekend, every day. You know, it's kind of hard to get through Kroger parking lot. It's always crowded, and I like to say we got a lot to do with that. So, 
I can't complain at all. Yeah, that's outstanding. So when you said Trouble Parking Lot, go ahead and, and tell us the location. And what did that building used to be? So um, it's 156 Tom Hill Singer Boulevard, and it's the old Kmart. <clears throat> yes, sir. You filled up a Kmart with your entertainment. I, had to. <laughs> I, just, I just built the place I wanted to go to as a kid, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's very, very uh, outstanding. So you were able to, and it's kind of interesting, uh, see how with no formal entrepreneurial training, mm -hmm. Have you been able to be successful? You know, because you were saying that you had the bug and the desire and the wherewithal, and you felt like that even when you were a young person. So, what do you think kind of contributed to your being able to come from public housing, move into the trucking business, and then move from there into, you know, owning one of the uh, best? and the biggest family entertainment complexes in the Southeast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I'm, I'm a hustler, you know, so I don't, I don't know how to quit. I don't know how to stop. Um, I got mouths to feed, so I don't feel like school, you know, should determine my success or, you know, not being an entrepreneur or having a business degree or anything like that. You know, I'm, I just hustle. So I just take my knowledge from what I learned um, from the streets or whatever, growing up or whatever, and just apply. It's the same. It's not. It's not that difficult at all. You know. You know. People may try to put other words on it, but it's 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 nothing. You just you your own boss. So if a man don't work, he don't eat. So I just I bet on myself and I just grind. That's that's it. So no experience, no nothing. I just jumped into it head first, and you know, by the grace of God, it, it worked for me. That's outstanding. I, I look. I. You know, one thing that's important, particularly, and that we you need to expound on this, particularly as a young black man. Uh -huh. You know, we haven't been talking 10 minutes, and you have mentioned family more than 10 times. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and that's important. So talk a little bit about family and your motivation and your fear for responsibility to your family. Um, just just seeing my parents, um, I, like I said, I come from a large family. You know, we might not have everything that we wanted, but we had everything we needed. And, you know, coming from the projects, you don't know y'all broke until you see somebody with some money, you know? So <laughs> we, thought, we thought we was good, you know? We thought we was the Jefferson. <laughs> so my mom and dad made sure they did well with um, keeping us, you know, humble, keeping us honest and knowing that we come from humble beginnings. But to me, family is everything. Um, like I say, I had my son, with my still now wife, my high school sweetheart. Um, we had our son who was 11th grade and she graduated with honors, top of the class. And I just had to figure out what I was gonna do, you know? But uh, make just making sure they have everything that they want, everything that they need, uh, always spending time with them. Um, and it's not it's not about buying them things, you know, because the way a kid spells love is T-I-M-E. So just spending that time with them and just showing them things that I wasn't exposed to as a kid because, you know, exposure leads to expansion and just, you know, just trying to give them, give them a better life. So that, that means everything to me. Every day I wake up is to do it for them. Everything I do, I do it for them. And that, that's my entire family, not just my immediate family. That's my mom, my dad, my brothers, my sisters, you know, I just try to make sure we all good. That is so outstanding and that's so important. And I think that's a concept and that's an emotion and that's a feeling 
that will help to, you know, lift our entire community up. Right. You know, we had that kind of conscientiousness about family and about being successful, and particularly as African American males. Yes, sir. You know, we just we can't overemphasize the need to accept responsibility for our kids. That's right. And, and, and to raise them, et cetera, and what have you. Okay, so what's on the horizon? You're gonna just keep on doing what you're doing, or uh, how you coming? What's up? What's up, man? So I'm expanding. Um, I, by the end of next year, I have four locations. Four. Wow. Yes, sir. So I'm I'm expanding. Uh, still building on my trucks, and um, you know, just trying to get my hands in as much as I can. Yes, sir. Well, do you need a, a chauffeur or something, man? You know, I, I got some. As long as it's you, you know, if it's you, we good. <laughs> got some time, you know what I'm saying? If you, we good, man. You know, we always good. <laughs> well, that's so outstanding, and and I wanna, you know, I wanna just take a break right here and congratulate you. And I also want to take a break to emphasize to the viewers and listeners that, that, that you are a model, you know, as it relates to what can be done in our community and by our young people and by, you know, our young brothers. You know, you are a model as it relates to how to have an idea and to bring that idea to fruition. And then after having done that, not get the big head, right? but to stay humble you know, to take care of your family and also be involved in the community. So I understand that there have been several things that you've done, several initiatives, several actions that you have taken as it relates to uh, community involvement. Talk a little bit about those. Um, yeah, so I always try to make sure I do my part uh, because like I say, without the community, I wouldn't be able to be where I am right now. So it's always important to me that the first thing I do is outline everything that I want to do for the community for the year. So I'm always going to do a book bag giveaway. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm always going to do a school supplies, shoes, um, turkey drive, toy drive, you know, however I can help. I'm always ready and willing um, to make sure I do my part because, you know, God didn't bless me with all this just to keep it to myself. And, you know, I want to inspire kids. You know, they see someone that look like them, that come from where they come from, to know that they can do it as well. So it's always important to me to, to go back home and just, you know, just hang out with them, talk to them, hear what's on their mind, you know, hear their thoughts and their concerns and see if I can attribute in any kind of way. So I'm real, real close to my community, community um, where I'm from. Um, and, and not just where I'm from, just kids in general. You know, they take a liking to me because I'm always at the basketball game supporting them and, you know, things like that. So you, you can always find me over there. That's outstanding. And I understand that you've done some specific things over there. What, Felton Homes, you know? Oh, yeah, Pennington Homes. Pennington Homes. Pennington Homes. They're always good. They're always good with me. That's where I'm from. So I'm always going to be over there. Haven't you done some things over there to kind of uplift and improve the community? Oh yeah, for sure. So um, that's that's why I host all my my turkey giveaways, my uh, supplies giveaway, um, and I'm also working with someone else um, that's over Pendleton Homes to you know restructure everything and you know give it a facelift. That's outstanding. That's outstanding. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Okay, now now so let's talk a little bit more about Urban Air. Well, first of all, before we go over there on Tom here. So are the other three open or are you just in the process of getting three? In the process, uh, we just have the territory rights. So 
by the end of next year, they'll all be open, up and running. <clears throat> so in other words, you got like the franchise for a certain area to do all of. Yes, sir. That's right. And you're going to take advantage of everyone, huh? Got to. I got to. <laughs> I got to. <laughs> if I don't do it, somebody else will. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Ain't no sense in letting those rights um, right. go, go, go to waste. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit more about Urban Air and where it's located and how one can get tickets and, you know, if somebody wants to bring a group or things of that nature, although you're busy, let's just talk about, you know, the experiences of the family entertainment complex, how you get in, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So um, we do walk-ins and we also do reservations. Uh, we host birthday parties. I think this past weekend, I think we had... 70 birthday parties. Seven so, zero. Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get like you, man. You know, I want yeah, man. to well, I'm, try, I'm trying to be your driver. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I'm trying to get like you, man. But yeah, so um prices range from our basic pass, uh, which is eleven ninety-nine, or to our platinum pass, which is forty-one ninety-nine. Um, the basic pass is you know, kind of like for the younger kids. Um, like our soft play area, smaller trampolines and things of that nature. And then our platinum pass is one pass and you can stay as long as you want and you can do anything in the park. That's outstanding. Yes, sir. Outstanding. And now you open, what days are you open? Every day, seven days a week. <laughs> you can come see me every day, man. <laughs> seven, seven days a week. That's right. Is outstanding. Well, take a minute if you would. And just talk to someone. I know you do it for most of the people in uh, Pendleton Homes and other people you come in contact with. Uh, why don't you just take a minute, you know, to kind of address uh, other members of the community, particularly young brothers and not so young brothers, you know, because I think, uh, Steve, I really, and I don't know whether I even told your name, man. This is a call to action. I'm your host, Alex Habersham, interviewing. Mr. Stephen Jackson, <laughs> entrepreneur, uh, the owner, you know, the receptionist and the chief bottle washer <laughs> <laughs> of Urban Air Family Entertainment Complex, Stephen Jackson, that we are very proud of. So just kind of give a little shout out, a little pep talk or what have you, you know, to the other uh, young African-American males out there as a as an indication of encouragement or what have you, because I really am very, very concerned that because somebody, you know, we need more people like you so the torch can be passed and, and you know, and our generation, uh, your generation can continue to, to flourish. Yeah. Um, with the, with the youth, I think is, I think is a plethora of different things. Um, first and foremost, being being a, a product of your environment, you know we gotta we gotta stop using that as an excuse. You know, um, it's it's a lot of truth to it because you know how can you be something that you can't see? You know, if you don't see no one that looks like you, or you know if they don't come home and try to encourage you, I can understand how they can go astray. Um, but a lot of it is <clears throat> then they just misunderstood a lot. Um, at the end of the day, I think the root of everything is they just want to make some money, but the way that they do it leads to other things, you know? So I would, I would encourage them to, if, if school is not for you, get a trade. Um, 
if a four year degree is not for you, go get a, a good paying job, you know, um, and stop, stop trying to chase money because if money is what you're chasing, you'll be running for the rest of your life. Um, just try to chase peace, happiness, um, and just have a, have a steady mind, um, great energy, but as, it's easier to say it than to do it. Like I say, I try to understand them and that's why I have these in-depth conversations with the youth to see like what, what is the root of the problem, you know? So I just think we just got to listen to them more, um, do more for them. That's why I make sure I try to hire as many of them as I can just to give them a chance. Um, but I think it's like I said, I think it's more so of us taking accountability um, for what we created uh, as a community. So you think that maybe we need to have more community support for our kids and rather than trying to just complain about them and fuss at them and all of that, that maybe we need to try to generate some initiatives. And I know that you are just as concerned as I am oh, yeah, for sure. about all the homicides in the community. Yeah, that's, that's, that's devastating. You know, every time I, I hear something, I read something, the first thing I do, I look up the name and I pretty much know all of the, the young, younger kids. And it's just, you know, I'm just tired of losing them, you know? But to answer your question, yes, I do think uh, we need more community help because it takes a village. Um, I think everyone should be responsible. Everyone should take responsibility um, if we can and if they're up to it. But just, just hearing them out, just listen to them. Um, they're not as, as bad as we think. They're not hoodlums, they're not thugs, none of that. You know, they're just misunderstood. Um, just trying to figure it out. There's no manual to life, you know, especially for a young black man. There's no, there's no manual to it. So they're really just trying to figure it out. Um, and the way that they do it is, is, is the wrong way, but who's telling them that, you know, who, who's correcting them and how are you correcting them? Are you correcting them by fussing at them? Are you correcting them by telling them what they do wrong? Or uh, when you, when they're talking, are you listening to respond? Or are you listening to understand? So I just think just hearing them out more, understanding them, you know, asking them questions, um, taking more time to listen to them and, you know, less time than talking at them, you know? Um, I think we can do it if we all come together, but without them, you know, we're, we're doomed. So we do need them. So they are the future. And so the most, the more time we invest in them, the better I think it'll be for our community. That is so outstanding. So this is a call to action. I'm your host, Alex Habersham, interviewing Mr. Stephen Jackson, entrepreneur extraordinaire. Real <laughs> 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 true. Who <laughs> <laughs> got a lot going on. And he is one that we can, you know, and this, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. You see, this is the kind of publicity that needs to be presented to the community because there are a lot of good things. There are a lot of good stories. There are a lot of good people. There are a lot of good young people. There are a lot of uh, people like uh, Brother Jackson who giving back to the community. And, you know, and, and, and one way to dispel the lack of hope is to understand and realize and promote individuals like uh, Stephen here, who's the owner of not only Urban Air and soon to be four Urban Airs, right. but also is the owner of a trucking company. And he's a young man who left public housing and is now 
involved in million dollar businesses. So there's an absolute possibility. And I just want to publicly thank you, man. Thank you. Publicly. You know, you've done a phenomenal job, you know, and uh, I continue to encourage you and hold you up and push you up because I really appreciate what you're doing and you're making a difference. I appreciate that. You're making a difference and you will continue to do so because whenever there's somebody that these young people can identify with, then that person has a stronger capability of influencing them, right? You know, and encouraging them to uh, to be successful. So I appreciate you, and I'm very proud of you. You got you got the last words, brother. Man, I'm just <clears throat> I'm just honored to be here, man. You know, with with, with a legend from Tenor Heights. You know, <laughs> it's, a, it's it's a lot of good people come from Tenor Heights, man. <laughs> so, um, I'm always honored to be in your presence, man. You my guy. Um, so I just want to thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here and continue the good work. And we'll be showing some video uh, and some pictures of uh, Urban Air so people can get a better impression of what goes on. I appreciate you. Facility. This is a call, uh, this is a call to action. I'm your host, Alex Habersham from 985 Plant Street. Have an interview. Mr. Stephen Jackson from <laughs> Pendleton Homes, <All> right. <laughs> originally, right. you know, which indicates that uh, it ain't where you come from, it's where you're going. All right. You do to get to where you're going. So it's my pleasure to have interviewed him. This is a call to action. I'm your host, Alex Habersham, having interviewed Mr. Stephen Jackson, owner of Urban Air. Have a great day. www.makingblackpages.com Get ready, Central Georgia. This is Alex Habersham, publisher of the Making Middle Georgia Black Pages. I'm happy to inform the community, particularly business owners, that we're working on our new edition of the Making Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide. Coming soon. So call today. You need to be a part of this. Your resource guide to identify Black-owned businesses throughout Central Georgia. We either get your free listing and or your ad in the upcoming edition. We try to make it very easy through our book, electronic and digital formats, and social media. Reserve your ad space today. Call 478-464-0074. Visit our website at makingblackpages.com. You cannot afford not to advertise. Download the app. The new Making Middle Georgia Black Pages and Resource Guide is on the way.